Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. I hope everybody's well. hope everyone's having a great week. Today actually is a special day on the Jewish calendar. Again, whether you practice, you don't, Jewish, not, don't matter. It's interesting. We get a lot of these days, as you can tell. If you've been with me on the booth for a while, you are constantly hearing about special Jewish days. We have a lot of stuff. We got holidays. It's good. It keeps it interesting. Keep thinking about the right things. Today is actually a day called Lag Ba'omer. The Omer is a count between Passover and Shavuot, which is the holiday we get that we commemorate the giving of the Torah Mount Sinai. That count is called Omer. Today's the 33rd day of the Omer. And the reason why it's an important day is because it's actually a day of celebration. Because we commem- we remember the end of the plague that brought out that broke out that killed 24,000 of Rabbi Akiva students. We also commemorate the life of a man, great man named Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai who brought Kabbalah to the world. So if you ever heard of Kabbalah, today is the day in which we remember the man who brought it to us. So it's a special day and um, it's a day of celebrations and bonfires. It's an amazing day. So do something special today. Okay, we're talking about mimetic desire. Now, it starts to become more and more relevant the more you think about it, right? The more you think about it, the better you get at it. Understanding your understanding yourself is a way in which you can grow, right? And trying to look at your life and trying to separate between I really want to do this because it's right or I should or it's what I want deep down versus I didn't know I wanted this, but I want it now. Or I want this because everyone else has it. Right, like you watch kids grow up, they live in they live, 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 live in momentic desire, right? Like because they live in a fishbowl, right? Kids live in a social experiment, right? We stick them in an environment in which they have no choice who's with them, right? They don't choose their their surroundings. Maybe they can choose their friends, but only from a a select pool of people, right? If a kid goes to school, the kid's not choosing who gets to go to his class, right? It's basically who was born around the same time and who lives in the same area and whose parents choose this place. If it's private or whose parents or live in an area, if it's public, right? But that's it. And then from the, the, the select pool of people, you get to, like, pick and choose. So it's crazy. But that's, you know, from, social, from a social perspective, but it's life. So they're, they're constantly in mimetic desire. But they, they, they have no standing. They're just as, as only as valuable as the people around them that's how they have to survive in a, in a social environment like that once you get out to the real world you get to pick your friends you get to not go to places right so when you're when you're living this way when you grow up this way you, you you start you start to not know the difference between i love sports versus everyone here thinks that sports is important so now i love sports between I really want to study this or, or this is considered to be important so I should study this. Now the reason why this is so critical is because every goal you have in life is exhausting. It's not easy to hit a goal. Even easy goals aren't easy to hit. They, they require attention. They require emotional investment. They require mental discipline. And we know, because we've been talking about this, that it takes time. And we only have a limited resource all these things. We don't have unlimited emotionality every day. That's why at the end of the night, you're more likely to snap than in the morning. Right? Because you're, you're spent. You have a limited resource called discipline. Right? In the morning, you're making yourself a salad. At night, you're polishing off the donuts. How come? Because you're exhausted at the end of the day. Your discipline waned. 
you used it for eating and traveling and traffic and the train and, and dealing with your coworkers and the, the phone call you didn't want to get and whatever, whatever, whatever. The half a dozen things that you had to deal with, you dealt with, and that sucked away your discipline. So when you pick a goal, it takes a piece of your life. So the reason why we don't sacrifice, to circle back to the beginning of the week, in part is because we can't. We want too much stuff. And half the things we want, we don't even really want. We only want it because everyone else has it. We don't know the difference. We don't have the two or three things that matter most to us. We don't know the things that are the most critical parts of our lives. We don't really have in our heads the three or four things that I have to do today because it is the most critical thing that I need to do in this world. Not either sort of like what we'd call meta-memetic desire, I have to become something that other people are, or micro Mimetic desire. I got to do 10 things today that keeps me connected or in people's favor. I have to say yes to this or do that or run around to do these little things. My, my, my day-to-day decisions is based on what I should be feeling, based on what I see. And then my big life goals have very similar things. So I can literally spend hours of my day doing something that I never even deep down wanted to do. So it creates a an exhaustion. It creates a dilution of clarity to what I really want, to what I'm willing to fight for, to what I'll define my life for. Yeah, it's hard to be a parent to the level that my kids need if I'm also trying to make as much money as I can because I want to keep up with everybody around me. Sure. Super hard. The mortgage that I can't afford puts me at work for more hours, which is why I can't spend those hours with the kid who needs me. Now, I didn't make that calculation, but isn't it? Isn't it? Right? Maintaining all of my friends and keeping up with everybody's lives and making sure that I'm ahead of the curb keeps me focused on that which takes me away from maybe my spouse and really creating a life where we can talk and walk versus managing all the different things that I gotta do to maintain the mimetic desires with me deepening my spirituality it's an impossibility because my friends don't have it. It's still not valuable. So everything I do is a sacrifice beyond what I need because I don't see a value in anything that it can give me. Take anything in your life. As you break down why you want it, what you find is that there's a cost. And the cost is that it, it dilutes the stuff that you really want, which takes you further from being able to sacrifice for it. There's a time where people were stripped of what they had and they just 
broke it down and did what they needed to do. And they sacrificed everything and they achieved incredible things. We spoke about it like two weeks ago. You know, survivors that came to these shores after the Holocaust, they had nothing. And they had very clear goals, survival, rebuild families. And they did crazy stuff to do it. People that were in Israel in 1948 and were fighting five armies with bottles of seltzer because they had no more bombs out of German repurposed airplanes that didn't know how to fly. They were super focused on what was the most important thing and they did crazy stuff. When you look at people that achieve incredible things, they know what they want and they're super focused on getting it. And even if they've got to do the mimetic stuff afterwards, they know the difference. They don't have it all in one huge pot in which they're always exhausted. And they never have enough energy to go the extra mile on anything. They're just juggling. And I'm in no way saying I got this down. I am juggling just like you're juggling. Let's just call it out. The lack of clarity with what I really want in my life, what I really need to do in this world. What are my really most important things? My ability to allow mimetic desires and innate desires to mix together freely allow me to spend enormous amounts of time on things that I never deep down wanted, exhausting me from getting that which I do, and then diluting my abilities to actually do it in a way that will allow me to sacrifice what I need to sacrifice to get it done. And here we are. Think about it. Just think about it over the weekend. What are my most important goals? If you can't do that, what do I do all week? Think about that. What did I do this week? Like, what did I do? And then ask, why did I do that? See if you can see the difference between an innate desire and a mimetic desire. Because once you get the difference, you'll find more strength to sacrifice. And then you'll start to move into a new world. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom. God's help. Can't wait to see you next week. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blow your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free. You're locked inside. And only you have got the key.